You're listening to Literally, the podcast where you literally get a complete behind the scenes peek at a one-on-one business coaching relationship and the transformation that unfolds over the course of six months. I'm your host, Lacey Seitz, business mentor and success coach and the founder of A Lit Up Life. These are recordings of actual coaching sessions with one of my clients where you get to experience her journey right along with her and gain insight into building your own lit up life and the business that you desire. Hey guys, welcome to session 10. I'm so pumped for you to listen to this session because I feel like it is a juicy mindset session. We really dive into just a lot of reframes around how can we make room for you know, what we want to come. Are we feeling like it has to have this magic thing that happens? Does it have to look a certain way? Like it's just an amazing conversation on like, what are our beliefs around creating the results we want that I think is going to be so, so helpful to you. So really excited for you to listen. Here is session 10. I hope you enjoy. Well, everyone just got to uh, to miss our opening conversation about my bladder woes, <laughs> no, like, but we'll spare them that. No, I yeah. forgot to hit record. <laughs> you guys, did, really, we did you a solid by forgetting to record, so you didn't get to hear uh, all my pee <laughs> like, issues. Go back and watch the the NFT Q and A number two, and you'll learn all about lazy. <laughs> And how to solve them if you're yes. currently struggling. There are some great tips. That's awesome. Go back to it. Um, but how are you feeling? Um, I'm feeling okay. I, I feel like I'm actually starting to feel a little better in terms of like the nausea and stuff, which yeah. is good. Um, I also got my booster mm-hmm. on Friday, which I was like both excited for but also freaked totally. out by a little bit. Um but I, I'm very fortunate in that one of my, like, best friends from college is an MFM. And so I was like, I'm going to text her and ask her where she thinks. And she was like, do mm-hmm. it. Like, Okay, good. Um, she was like, COVID's way, way worse. So I was like, okay, okay. I feel better about this. So, uh, yeah, because when I asked Ori, who's not helpful, <laughs> he was, like, just as freaked out as I was. And I was like, this is not a time to ask you. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. You're like, I want your opinion not at all right now. Thank you. I was like, Jenny will give it to me straight. And she also knows what we've been through and has been so wonderful. So, yes. So that made me feel a lot better doing it. Um, and fortunately, I like haven't really had any side effects from that other than like sore arm for like Good. a day. But I do have like some weird headaches. Um that I've gotten like once or twice and I'm not really like a headaches person. So I just popped a Tylenol in hopes that that like helps. Um, and I'm hoping that's just like lingering mm-hmm. from the booster and that it will just go away. And then I get to finally just start feeling better and enjoy that like brief period where you're like, I feel so great that I'm not even sure that I'm pregnant anymore. And like hopefully that's like a good thing for me and not like a scary yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. But I feel I feel a lot better. We had a our first appointment with the OB, which went so Yay. much better than our first appointment with the OB last year. Um, and we got to see baby move Aww. and that just like felt really good. And she was like, get your phone out. We'll take a video. And I was like, okay. And so now I have this, this little like video that just like makes me really happy to look at. Oh, that's so, so good. Amazing. Yeah. So that feels good. And um, just keeping my fingers and toes crossed that things continue to go well. But I also know the chances of something happening right now are very yeah. low, even though I'm like, but they still could. Totally. Oh, Siri, why are you – hold on. She talking <laughs> to you. Siri just thought I was talking to her and she started to like um, 
dictate or I was dictating to her and she was typing. I was like, why is this happening? <laughs> oh, that's so good. Also, I just need to share that I'm eating Teddy Grahams like a child, except they're like the bunny grams. Oh, my God. I ate those like my whole first trimester. They're so good. (laughs) So good. (laughs) So anyways. Eat away. Everyone can listen to you chew. It's totally fine. You can have whatever you want. Mm. (laughs) Yes. Oh, I'm so happy for you. And it totally makes sense. Like it's like you know that – chance of anything happening or decreasing, but it doesn't mean you still don't get to feel your feelings around that in whatever way they come up. Right. Yeah. And I try really hard not to like create feelings around that because I think I have a tendency more often than not to be like, I should feel terrible here. Or I should feel guilty or I should feel whatever, insert mm-hmm. bad feeling. And so then I, that's how I spiral into it. So I, I'm trying to just honor like, if I don't feel that, I'm not yes. going to create fear where there's no fear because that's not helpful for anyone. Um, and if I do fear that or feel that, then I let myself just feel yeah, it, totally. you know. So right now I'm feeling good. And so hoping that sticks around for a while. I think there's this way where it's like we can honor the feelings without playing them up, right? Like it's like – Yeah. Yeah, I don't need to be like, oh my God, I've had a feeling and now something's going to go wrong and it becomes this big spirally thing. But I also don't have to be like feelings. Yes. No, no, none. Fine. You know, right? <laughs> yeah. For sure. And I've done the like play it up spirally yeah. thing and it doesn't it's not it's not helpful. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't end yeah. well. Like and then the worst thing is is like when that fear comes true, then your brain's like, see, I told you. But it's like that that doesn't always yeah. happen because I've had the fear spiral where it didn't happen. I've had the fear spiral. So I'm just like, we don't need to do the fear spiral yeah. anymore. We, we stopped the spiral. That. Does that sound familiar? <laughs> we stopped the spiral. Yeah. You know, you know. So good. Well, speaking uh, of those, how yeah. how is that going? You're like booked out for many calls. Yeah, I only have one more call left, free call left for so January, cool. which is really exciting. And I feel like those went so easily too. Um, and so that feels really, really nice. And I keep telling you, I'm like, someday my client spots are going to be going that easily, and it's just going to feel so wonderful. But I did have a client renew, so that was really exciting yes, too. I love that. Um. And so, yeah, I have a client again, and I'm really excited about that. And I think I, <laughs> I've been so terrible about filling out those pre-call questionnaires, <laughs> mostly because they always show up on Sundays, and like my brain's not in work mode. So then I fill them out on Monday, and I'm like, oh, for our sessions, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Um, but I put this on the questionnaire that like I think one of the things that's like coming up on my brain is like this idea of like we talked about one of my desires is to like work towards having a 100K year because that's like moving me towards like my bigger goal of a multi-six-figure business. Um, and it, it, I know that it's like doable just like based on my current like rates and capacity. So like if I filled up my one-on-one, I could totally hit that mark. But my brain's having a really hard time wrapping itself around of like, how do we go from having one to two clients to having like, I think it's eight clients consistently mm-hmm. each month. And it's not eight new clients. Yes, yes. It's like, it's like eight, humans, but eight people filling those spaces. Eight humans paying yeah, my yeah. current rate. Yeah, my, my current monthly rate. Um, But I'm like, that feels like a really big jump and like what the momentum – and so like I believe that it will happen at some point. Like that's not the thing in question. But I'm like, how – like I don't know. There's part of me it's like, can we like play with like collapsing time here? And like, yeah, that's where my brain is right now. 
It's so awesome that Michelle has free call spots booking, only one left for January, and really seeing the big deal and the progress of that and how that happens first. So when we first started, she was just getting into that flow of like, okay, I'm kind of starting to see calls come in more consistently. And now to be booking weeks out to be filling her month up really quickly is amazing. And honoring the progress of that is huge, right? Again, it doesn't mean there's not more to do, but I think that this is where we get stuck in business sometimes is because there's more to do, we don't honor the breadcrumbs and the progress and the evidence that it's working better and better. So I think it's just so important to take these moments to go, okay, this part of the process is locking into place so, so well. And so I want to encourage you to do that in your own business. Like just because like the entire thing doesn't look exactly how you want it to look or hasn't started working in the exact way you want to, are you honoring the progress? Because that's what will keep you going. That's what will keep you showing up when it feels like you're constantly in that place of just like none of it's working, none of it's working. It is so hard to keep going and keep staying in the same strategy. So celebrating and looking at that is going to be so key in actually making the whole process come together and work really well. I mean, I think the thing that that is helpful to see there is that like one in eight, like there's no difference in what you're doing. It's right. just like does this work? And then I keep working it for more people. And so I think that's what's mm-hmm. really important to see. I feel like where we get stuck mm-hmm. sometimes is we feel like where there will have to be something different at eight or even the collapsing timeline thing. It's almost like there would have to be a yeah. different way I collapse the timeline than this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I think what happens is – and then your brain goes, but I don't know what that different way would be. And that's where it all feels crazy. Right. Well, it would probably be like opening up a bunch more stop the spiral calls and like, but that wouldn't feel good because then I would feel like I'm constantly like working to fill them and I'm on calls all the time. And then as I get more clients, I'm going to be like, I don't have space for all these people. Right. So yeah. So it's like the choice of I've chosen to do it this way and my job is just literally keep going and trust. And to see that like if I, if I lock in this way once, then there's no way I couldn't get eight. Mm. Yeah. Like, does that make sense? Like, it's almost like what we're trying to lock in is like, what's the mechanism that works? And then all you mm-hmm. do is just do that as opposed to like over what makes it go faster or what makes more people come or like, it's just like, what's the thing that works? And then I just work that over and over. And that's when it does feel so possible yeah. to be like, oh, that's how I get eight. Does that make sense? All right, so I wanna talk about this trick of thinking that something else makes it happen faster that our brain really plays on us, right? I think that it's so easy to find ourselves in these traps and and gosh, like anything we do. I mean, even think about it in terms of like, you know, say you're training for a marathon or something, right? And you have a plan you're following. There's almost this way where we could keep following that plan or we could be like, yeah, 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 this is cool. But what makes it happen even faster and feel like there's something else to do besides just follow the plan and that it may take some time to be able to run the marathon, right? And I think we do that in business. Like it's so tough to believe it's just about working the same process over and over and applying that again and again and getting better and better. But it's also so important to lean into that because if you keep leaning into that with this 
you know, kind of sneaky thought in your brain that there must be something else that would make it all happen super quickly, super easily, etc. then in some sense, you're pushing the results away and you're making the work you're doing way harder because you don't really believe it's going to pay off in the way you want it to. So just wanted to do a little check-in on that. Are you finding yourself in that place? Are you like, yeah, yeah, I'll post the content and do the thing, but I must be missing something because that is a trap and it's so important to catch yourself on that and reframe that and really see that with most things, it's not like that there's this other secret. It's that we keep working the process and it gets better and better. And so sometimes it's really helpful to look at something outside of business to apply it to that, but it's also really helpful to just catch our brains when they're going there and quickly do that reframe and get in belief that what we're doing is the thing. There's not another thing we need to go find. Yeah, it totally does. And I feel like that's why we've been working on like the conversions and like the follow-ups and all those pieces. Um, and I know we just like beefed up the like call yeah. questionnaire too because I've had several like no-shows. Um, and yeah, I could also see too like how if I start to see conversions from these calls too that like my brain would be like, yeah, that totally makes sense. Like, why couldn't this next mm -hmm. one convert? And my job now is to be like, why couldn't this next yep. one convert right now? <laughs> I'm like, I already know what you're going to tell yep. me. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's the whole job. <laughs> right? Oh, uh, yeah. And I think the like conundrum – or not the conundrum. The like tricky part is like letting it be that simple. Well, exactly. I think what's, what's hard is it feels like – a good question in a sense of like, what would I have to do to get eight? Or what would I have to do to collapse the timeline? Mm -hmm. Like in a sense, that's a helpful question. Like there's nothing wrong with that, but inherently we're saying, because I know it's not this, <laughs> mm -hmm. right? There's like this way where we're like, I know it's not this. So what else? And I think it's so helpful to kind of be like, okay, say this was going to get me eight. What would I do? Say this happened in a quick timeline. How would that look? Like, it's almost like that is the reframe. Does that make sense? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's almost like the belief that like I already am collapsing yes. the timeline now and that like just because my process is like book free calls, talk to them about working together, like follow up, give them, you know, do whatever I need to do there. Like also doesn't mean that someone couldn't just message me tomorrow and be like, I want to work with you. <laughs> And I think that's the thing that I like keep forgetting. I'm like, oh, but if they're not in the pipe, the pipeline, then they're they're not going to be able to work with me. And it's like, no, that's not mm -hmm. even true. That's like, I got most of my. I remember when we one of the first times we like talked, my clients were coming from like so many random places. Like people would message me on Facebook, they would send me a message on Instagram. I was like on TikTok for mm -hmm. a second, <laughs> and I didn't know what my process was because they were literally showing up out of the woodwork. But it like didn't really matter because I was just showing up and that was enough. Totally. And and I think – And making offers. I was also saying I have a way I think what's me. important to see there, and I, I feel like this is such an undervalued thing, but it's like sometimes we change the process not because it gets us different results, but because it feels better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's like that was fine. It just didn't feel great to, to not know what your process was and you felt kind of all over the place and whatever. And so – we, we didn't have yeah. to change the process because it's like, oh, my God, if you don't change your process, you could never get a client. <laughs> it right. was just like, oh, it feels better to have, like, consistency and to know what I'm doing and to know the process and to not feel decision fatigue and blah, blah, blah. So 
I think that our brains confuse that sometimes of like, I, I was having this conversation with a client earlier, like consistency isn't just so we get clients. Sometimes consistency is because it feels better mm-hmm. to us or things like that. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So it's like the reason you built all yeah. this is for it to feel good for you as much as it is to get clients. So something really important I want to talk about here is that sometimes we can change a process so it feels good for us, not just to get more clients. So obviously it can lead to that too. But sometimes we set up processes in business, not because it has to be the only thing that affects the outcome, but because we really like how it feels and because it feels way better, right? So for example, we have a whole content process set up in our business. Technically, it helps me put out a lot more content, and so that can lead to more clients. But ultimately, the reason that process is set up is because I don't want to be stressed AF about content every day, and I don't want to have to be waking up and trying to produce as much as I can every morning. Could that still get me clients and results? Sure. But that process would not feel great to me, and it probably wouldn't be as sustainable long term. So. The reason I say that is because sometimes I think we only want to do stuff in business because we think like it has to get us this specific result. And sometimes it's okay if the result is just, I feel way better about this and this feels so much more sustainable. That ultimately will lead to more results, but like you feeling amazing in something and wanting it because you want it to feel good is enough of a reason. And leading into that in your business is ultimately going to be what not only gets you results over time, but gets you an entirely better business experience over time too. For sure. Yeah. That makes sense. Cause like, I know what my process is and like how I show up. And it's also like, it feels like more focused and refined. Cause I know these are the couple things that I do and that's all I need. Right. To do. <laughs> and then I'm done. <laughs> right. And then I'm done. And I put the same things into motion that I was doing before when I was doing it in a really like scattered, haphazard way, trying to be in all the places at once. And now if I want to be in more places, I can be, but I don't have to be. Exactly. And when you – I think we've talked about this a lot as, as like a theme that's so important for you is like seeing it as like, like a serious business you're running and not just like this mm-hmm. thing that you fit in when you can. And so – it's like, yep. that's how it's helping you do that is you're like, oh, I am a CEO. I have a process. I have a thing. It's not like, oh, I do TikTok sometimes when I feel like it. It's like such a different vibe, right? Right. 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 And like what I had a tendency to do before is like I'm like willing to do all the things. So I would like do all the things, but then I eventually hit burnout. And then like that makes me like want to just not – I've never actually like quit the business, but obviously like, that pull makes back. me want to pull totally. back and like – just like be like, hold on, I need a minute. And then that's when you tend to like want to recreate the wheel and like do something different. But then if it continually just leads to burnout over and over again, it's exhausting. And so I feel like this time the goal is like build a sustainable business that feels good, that doesn't require burnout for (laughs) rest. Right. And so that's why I've limited like the number of stop the spiral calls I do each week. And last week when we were talking about the like blocking out tasks by like category. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like I very much like focus on even though I had more hours to do work, I tried really hard not to do work outside of those mm-hmm. hours so that also as I add clients and I can look at my calendar and still say, okay, this is the total amount of hours that I yep. do working mm-hmm. each week. 
period. Um, and as I add clients, these are also things that I want to outsource as more income comes into the business. So I still like am working the same number of hours. I'm just trading what I'm doing with those hours. Um, and yeah, that that was like a little fun to like see and look at because I think right now like I'm only working like 10 to 15 hours a week total. Even like I think even when I added the like client mm-hmm. hours in, I was like, oh, that's like nothing. <laughs> yeah. But like I'm also totally okay with that. Right. And I think, you know, that's really important for you to be building that evidence and see that for yourself right now, especially as you're, I mean, crazy, but like six months away at this point, right? <laughs> Oh my god! At some point, we're gonna have to have a big like maternity. Yeah, totally. But you know, like you could be six months, or not could be like. Yeah, I mean, it is six months, right? Like, if I am I on yeah. the what, right week? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. counting. So that's super I, valuable. Yeah. Where like you're starting to build it, where you can see how that works, <laughs> right? As opposed mm-hmm. to flying by the seat of your pants and feeling like I ha- I don't have a clear perspective at all how that would work, and so. That ties back into the like, how can I believe I could get to 100K? Because I can literally see my process, where it fits in my calendar, where the clients fit. Like everything about it shows me that this is possible and fits somewhere, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And the cool thing is, is like I don't have to add anything. I wouldn't even have to add anything new into my mix at this point to hit that financial goal in my business and still feel – good about like how much I'm working and how many calls I'm taking and all of that. Um, And then obviously like, you know, eventually I could add more things or like change stuff out or outsource things and like switch my time around basically. And so, yeah. Yeah. That part feels good. So do we see how you could have a six-figure business? Yeah, I totally see how I can have that. I'm like, I want to have it this year, but I totally see how – like I, I, there's no doubt in my mind that like it will go there if I keep going and I keep doing the things and I keep showing up. Okay, so let me let me play with that for a second then. Like so that feels possible, but it can't be mm-hmm. possible this year. It is possible this year. It just feels like mm-hmm. a bigger stretch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And why does it feel possible farther away but not – but a much bigger stretch closer? Um, I think just, like, based on the numbers of what I, like, am seeing right now. I mean, like, tomorrow I could have – I guess I could have seven people message me and be like, I want to work with you. And it could happen that quickly. Um, so I'm, like, not discounting that. But, like, my my brain – not my body. My brain is like, what? That's crazy. Right. Well – um, But it could happen that way. Is it crazy, way. though, because you just told me you're – you only have one stop the spiral call left, even for January. They're booking out like crazy. Like it's been really easy to get them. No, okay. it's not crazy. Like people could just come out of the woodwork and change their mind and be like, I'm ready. Like, you know, someone from six months ago could be like, hi. <laughs> I need but like, to let's just use end. January. How many calls are you going to end up having? Um... We'll just let's just make it easy and say that I had two per week. Yeah, because like yeah. some have rescheduled and some yeah, and I'm like okay. I don't know so who's you're going to talk to eight it. people this month. Mm-hmm. How many mm-hmm. spots do you have again? <laughs> Seven <laughs> right now. Okay, so why would people have to come out of the woodwork, <laughs> and what would happen? <laughs> 
Well, because all my stop the spiral calls are not currently converting into clients. <laughs> so I'm, I'm the reason I think that's important to say though is because do you see how your brain almost like want is focused on other stuff versus again it being like mm. the people are here, the process is here, the things are here. No one has to like make do this magical thing where they appear out of nowhere. <laughs> like we just have to keep looking at the conversion, and I think that helps. Yeah. Round it a little mm-hmm. bit as opposed to it feeling like, yes, we make room for the magic, but we don't have – like that's not the only way either. Does that make sense? I think this is a really important conversation that Michelle and I are having around making room for magic without it feeling like it would have to be magic to get the result, right? And so what I mean by that is – We can totally make room for the fact that beautiful and magical things can happen and surprise us and people can come out of nowhere and all of these doors, let's say, are open in our business that people can walk through. But when we feel like it actually would have to be magic for us to get the result is when that actually becomes detrimental. Meaning, I think it couldn't just come simply from what I'm doing or from my process or it couldn't just be obvious and easy. It would almost have to be like this grand magical thing happening and that can really feel disempowering because it's almost like I'm waiting on that versus really believing in the thing I'm doing, right? And so I just wanted to offer that as like a mindset checkpoint this week. Like, are you making room for the magic while really deeply working and believing in your process and in the system and strategy you have? Or are you kind of working the system and strategy meanwhile thinking that pretty much a magical occurrence would have to happen for it to actually work? Those are very different things and they're gonna get you different outcomes and they're also gonna feel really different when you're in it. So pay attention to that in your business. How can you make room for the magic without thinking that it would have to be magic for you to get the result that you want? Yeah, it doesn't have to all be magic and it doesn't have to all be hard right. to get. Like it gets to be both. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, and I know that we're doing everything that like makes sense and we need to be doing and like we're going to continue to like tweak and like I'm going to keep getting better and better at like giving people permission to say yes when they want to say yes because I also know that I have humans who like want to say yes but they feel held back for whatever reason or another usually because of money and just like fear of like the process and I totally get all of that and we've been speaking to that more in content and so it feels like that's all I see doing content these days um which I think is something but I know that like really right about though like that's the kind of stuff I want you to start connecting where it's like wait I know this is the only problem everything else is working and I'm speaking to it all the time in content I'm so proud of myself this is gonna work Mm. as opposed to like just again that game our brain wants to play where it's like oh my God, it's like, I don't know, who knows? You know what I mean? It's like, no, like I know the problem and I'm doing all the things to solve it and like we good. Mm. Yeah, and that's such a good reminder too because I think part of the reason why it feels like all of my content is that and I'm like, am I still giving value? Like it's because that's the content I've been focused on like creating. Mm -hmm. But like I have a bunch of awesome content Mm -hmm. that like shows up at my process and like my love notes each week like on a variety of topics and like, that's like my brain trying to be like, but you're not in stories every day giving like this kind of value or you're not like writing new posts about like what happens when you do an IVF cycle or whatever. And it's like, no, all that content 
already exists. Like they can just go binge the love notes or my blog posts or watch all the client chats. Like there's so much good shit for them already. Totally. And and you have so many people that already want what you have to offer anyway. Yeah. So yeah. that's who we're trying to speak to more and more are those people. And then like other people are just going to get drawn in because you already know that that mechanism works, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, for sure. Well, and it's been cool too because in like the last two free calls I've done too, like the – it was funny that you said like, oh, add a question in your questionnaire about like how did they find you? And like folks like voluntarily told me on their calls like – how they found me, which was like basically like Instagram either like recommended them or they found me through a hashtag or whatever. But it was really cool because they were like, I was just so drawn into your page and your energy. And I like knew I had to get on a call with you. And I'm like, oh, thank you so Mm -hmm. much. (laughs) So it was just like fun to like have that moment of like, thank you, universe. I see you. (laughs) And like to see even like, you know, a a few months ago, it would have felt like a big deal to have your calls booked out this much and to have that happening. Yeah. That's so true. That's so true. Just a couple months ago, I felt like I was like scrap, like scrapping to like convince the people to get on that Yeah. Call. And now you're like, oh, I might not have one for weeks at this point or whatever, right? Mm. Yeah. So that's how fast it can shift. But did you really do anything all that different? Mm. No, I just like created some content and spoke to their objections and they got on the call. <laughs> I hear a theme. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? <laughs> so you're just going to do the same thing for the sale. Mm. And yeah. it could be just the same. Two months from now, we could be like, oh, my God, remember how cute you were when you didn't think you could get eight people? Mm. <laughs> I cannot wait till we have that conversation. <laughs> and so that's just your job is to start believing in that being mm. that easy because you're fixing the yeah. right problem. Again, instead of like – I like the idea of like, oh, they could just come out of nowhere. Like, yes, and like, but I'm really doing this thing that I've already done in this other area that I already know works and I'm just doing it again here and I already know. I'm like, do you see what I mean? Like, I want you to feel yeah. like – so they don't have to come out of nowhere, but they can if yeah, they want to. Like, it shouldn't have to feel um, like you're depending on like this magical occurrence, even if the process feels really good and, and enjoyable and magical yeah. in its own way, right? Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, and like depending on the magic, going back to the conversation around certainty, like feels fun, but it's very uncertain because you have exactly. zero control over the magic. <laughs> and that's when it never feels that good because you're like, well, I got a client, but I don't yeah. know. Like, you know, versus like, oh, okay, I saw that as soon as I started putting out um, more content around getting them on calls and handling the the fears around that, they started getting on calls. As soon as I did that around sales, yep. I started getting more sales. Like it puts you in that driver's seat of your business, which is so important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because then you know how to like recreate it. You're not just like, where did this magic come from? Unless I was like, you know, performing spells and then the magic was coming out. But that's yeah, not what's I happening. Mean, so. shot. No, I'm kidding. But like, right? <laughs> <laughs> Let me go get yes. my one. So, but yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And that's – that. I think that's when it feels chill in your brain when you're like, oh, but how could it happen this year? You're like, wait, I literally know the answer to that. That's great. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. And I think there's just like a lot to like – well, 
who knows? Maybe this, this is just my brain like overcomplicating things. This is here's where I'm ready for, for my where okay. my brain goes. Take it's me. like, okay, well, if now I'm focused on converting all the clients, then that means I'm going to stop focusing on like speaking to the objections on these spot, stop the spiral calls. And so then I'm going to stop booking calls. So then we'll have clients, but we won't have calls anymore, which is a conundrum that I have been in before. And I'm sure many a business owner has of like, how do you do both? Um, yeah, that's that's one place my brain goes. The other place is like, oh, but like in a couple of months from now, like Lisa's gonna go have a baby. You're gonna like <laughs> be figuring stuff out on your own, and then you're gonna have a baby, and like the business is just gonna go. <laughs> okay, so let me answer the first one. Okay. I'm just writing the second one down so I don't forget. Okay, so how do you how do you talk to both or or talk to different ones at different times? And I think that. It's feeling empowered like you know how to talk about it and like you as the CEO trust mm-hmm. yourself to talk about whichever one is most important at that time. So right now your calls are very booked. You good. Yeah. They're booked yeah. weeks in advance. It's really easy, whatever, but we need to work on conversions. So it makes sense to have more content related to that right now. Once that starts mm-hmm. working and you're like, oh, I'm getting full with clients, but I really need more calls, then you trust yourself to kind of switch back and not in this really like frantic way, but more in just the CEO way of like, oh, what our business needs right now is more of this. And now what our business needs right now is more of this. And I think when we get in that feast or famine mode, it's because we feel like we don't know the mechanism. Mm. Like, oh my God, I'm supposed to get more calls again. Wait, how am I supposed to do that? Da, da, da. Like that energy. Yeah. Versus like, oh, yeah. I just know how to book calls. So when I need to turn that dial up, I will. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And really what we're speaking to right now is like what I'm doing in stories yep. mm-hmm. basically because I have weekly posts that speak to the calls and I have weekly posts right now that are speaking to either working together or to the objections around working together. So it's like, I saw that there's no content. It's just like I'm not on stories being like, no, but seriously, for the 10th time, it's okay for you to cry. Yeah. Just like book the call. Right. And and then as soon as you realize like, oh, we need more calls, that's exactly what you'll do. And that's like the win of being okay. an adaptable business owner is you adapt to what your business mm-hmm. needs as opposed to it feeling like there's a right way to do this all the time. It's like the business will tell you what yeah. it needs. So you guys know I talk about self-trust in business all the time, and I really want to talk about this idea of trusting yourself to listen to your business, to tell you what it needs, right? I think this is such an important skill as a CEO, and I think it's one that is not talked about or practiced near enough in our space. But if you can really trust yourself to watch and listen to your business and what it needs versus what everyone else is telling you and really trusting that you'll respond to that and turn the dial up or down depending on what's needed, that is the magic in business. That is a CEO move, right? What a lot of us get caught up in in the online space is trusting everyone else telling us what our business needs, right? And that can be so detrimental because they don't know. They're not in your business. They're not paying attention to what's happening for you with your clients, with your marketing. But when you can decide, I will listen to what my business needs and I will respond to that specifically, everything can change. So it's like what we're talking about with Michelle is like, 
your business will tell you like, do you have calls this week or do you not? Like, do you um, have the clients you need or do you not? Like it will always show you what you need to focus on. It's just, are you slowing down enough to look at it and quieting your brain enough from all the outside noise to decide what's really true for you? So I really challenge you to look at that in your own business this week. Like, do you feel there? Like, are you like, yes, I'm listening to my business and I know exactly what it needs. Good for you. And if you're not totally cool, but this is an opportunity to be like, what would it look like to slow down this week and do that instead of listening to what everyone else is telling me it needs? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense and like feels easy and doable and um, not complicated. Yeah. <laughs> I think your win, which leads us into the next question, but is is a good bridge, <laughs> um, <laughs> is trusting yourself to to follow that and learn from that. Um, I didn't hear a word of what you said because that dog was like all up in my business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so like the tie in here is trusting yourself to know that and learn from that. Right. So meaning like you trusting mm-hmm. yourself to believe that the business will tell you what it needs and that you adjust to that. You trust yeah. yourself to like be in the driver's seat in that way. I think that that's where it gets wonky is when we're like, but it, I could need to book calls and I wouldn't know and then I would miss it and then I would be screwed or something yeah. like that. And it's almost just like, well, I would always yeah. know if we need calls. And again, to give you credit, it's because you know how many you want to book a week. You know how far out there, but like you have all the metrics in place now to know what you need to hit the gas or the brake on, right? Mm. Right. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I think like, you know, thinking like worst, worst case scenario, like I have a week that I don't have any calls book and I'm like, well, shit, I need to go speak to this. And it's not making myself wrong for being like, well, my calls were booked out so far and now they're not anymore. And like making that a whole thing. It's like, nope, just go book more calls. Totally. That's just naturally going to happen sometimes. Do you know what I mean? We're like, yeah, you're going to get them really far out booked and then you're going to refocus and then it's going to come in a little bit. And like, yeah, it's like all you have to pay attention to is like, is that okay? Instead of like, do I have to hit this Mm -hmm. certain amount of booked out or whatever? Do you know? It's more like, oh, we need more calls and I know how to get them. So let me go do that. It's like as simple as that. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's that simple. It's that simple. I got this. It's Uh that simple. (laughs) Right? And you can trust yourself in that. Like, it's like when it feels more complicated than that is when it feels like, but I, how would I even know what to do? Right. And I already like know Mm -hmm. what to do and just like making myself ready for that is the important thing. Right. It's not about how far out am I booked. That's just like a circumstance. It's like about, yeah, I know how to get booked. That's an identity. All right, so identity versus circumstance is something I'm talking to clients about all the time. And in this case, I really wanna talk about why that's so important in terms of building that self-trust. So the identity is like, I know how to get these calls booked, right? Versus the circumstance, which is like, I have calls booked out X you know, number of weeks in advance. One is like, I got this energy, right? It's like, I just know how to do this. And so whether we're booked a few days out or a few weeks out, I ultimately trust that I know how to do that and can, you know, lean into that when needed. 
versus I have to be booked out X number of weeks to feel okay. That's so circumstantial, right? It's so like, I only trust the circumstance when it looks like this versus I just like deeply trust that I'm a person who knows how to do this. So looking at that in your own business can be so helpful because if you're always chasing the circumstance, you're always kind of coming from that disempowered place, thinking that it needs to look a certain way versus if you're leaning into the identity, you're always coming from that really empowered place where even though it may look different ways at different times, your belief in yourself and the fact that you got it doesn't change with that. That's when you become unshakable and that's when you can really step into your CEO shoes because you get to make decisions based on what circumstance makes the most sense of the business at that time versus feeling trapped into making the circumstances look a certain way so that you feel good huge, huge difference and something to journal on, play with, and keep paying attention to because it not only makes a difference for your mindset, but will make a huge difference in your strategy and execution and how you ultimately operate as well. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. That feels, yeah, that makes sense. And that feels good. Cause I think there's like, yeah, the like the perfectionist tendency there is to be like, well, now I can't drop the ball on like having these calls booked out. And it's like, Mm-mm. no, who cares? <laughs> like, just have the calls. This is just like a stupid example, but I think (laughs) they could book them 24 hours in advance. A hundred percent. This is just a stupid example, but I think it's helpful to hear. But like for one of the things that's changed a lot in my business is like, there used to be a time where I made a lot of sales Mm -hmm. and that felt Mm -hmm. really good and exciting. And now like there are very long stretches of my business where I don't. Because I don't have the spots, right? Do you know what I'm saying? And so, like, you could make that wrong and be like, oh my God, I used to make so many sales and now I'm not. Maybe people don't dig me anymore. Maybe da da da. da." And all that happened is I refocused and I capped my spots. Like, but you could get jacked on that. Do you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And the same thing here. Like, there's going to be times where you're like, oh, we need some more calls and there's going to be times where it feels like you're booking them like crazy and then times where you need to ramp that back up. But it's mostly going to be determined based on like what business decisions you've made at that time, not the fact that like Mm -hmm. you're unable to book calls or like I'm not unable to make sales. It's just indicative of like what I've decided at the time. Right. For sure. And I think like if you asked me like, do you think you're never going to be able to book a call again? Like that's not where my brain goes. Like my brain – the worst case scenario was like – there might be like a famine and my brain, we don't book anything for months, but like I know another call will eventually yeah. get booked. And like the chances of even that happening are like. Right. Like, <laughs> and it's so interesting so. that you even say that, like just to to pick on your brain a little bit here. Why would there be a, my brain's a month-long <laughs> famine at this point when you know what gets you calls? There wouldn't be. But I'm just saying that like if you ask my brain, what is the worst, worst Got case it. scenario that Got would it. happen here? Yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. that's what the worst, worst case scenario would be. It wouldn't be we'll never book a call again. It'll be the okay. famine. And like even that, it feels <laughs> unlikely. Yes, we agree. Yes, it's very it's okay. very unlikely. That's just like if we had to go worst, worst case scenario, that's what it yes. is right yes. now. Mm-hmm. That's the marker. Right? Mm-hmm. So I think that's helpful to see where it's like, again, it's we can make it about the the identity of I just know how to book calls. So when or how far out or whatever is almost irrelevant because I just know how to do that. Yeah. 
Yeah. And when I want to book calls, I'll book yep. more calls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, that feels true. Like, I feel like I know what I need to do to, like, get people permission to get on a call and get supported in that way. And I know the calls are awesome and that people love them and feel so seen on them. And so, yeah, and they can come come cry their hearts out and I can hold that space for them. Which brings me to your next question on like figuring it out on your own. Does that change that when you think about it like that where it's like, oh. No. It's just more fun to have support. (laughs) Yeah. It's just more fun to have the support. It's it's more about – that piece of like, yeah, I just like love being able to like check in in base camp and like share the business shit and also like random shit. Um, and that's something that just like feels fun to me in my business. So it's more about that than it is about like, oh, well, I won't be able to book any calls if Lacey's gone. Like, because I was booking calls. Yeah, before, I think <laughs> before you existed in my business circle. A hundred percent. So I think yeah. like the way you framed that was like, about figuring – I'm, like, using hand quotations, right? But, like, figuring it out on your own. And I think all you have to yeah. see is, like, I just it, – mm-hmm. it's not – like, I do know how to figure it out on my own. I know how to book more or less. Yeah. And feeling empowered around that. It doesn't have to take away from the fact that, like, you just have a preference for having support. I think that's totally fair and fine. Yeah. But you just want to yeah. be really careful that your brain's not connecting that to, like, doing better, knowing more, figuring it out yeah. better. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, so my job is to just keep my brain in check. Basically. Yeah, or to figure out like, okay, well, what's the replacement for that? Like, do I want something else in the meantime or do I have friend check-ins or biz bestie check-ins in the meantime? Or yeah. like, you know, I mean, this is a side note, but like, um, you know, we'll have like client connection points in the meantime, like whatever. But it's just like, yeah, that's the almost the thing for you to figure out is like I just like having mm-hmm. that versus like the thing to figure yeah. out. It's like how do I not like – I mean you were getting dramatic there in the brain for a second of like yeah. then the my business brain, goes away. So or so, like you know what I mean? Then It went right. poof. <laughs> and like really all you meant was like I dig having someone to bounce shit off of or something, right? Mm. Yes. Yes. My brain – my. <laughs> My brain loves a good, just like dramatic yes. drama. <laughs> loves, which is fair. It's fine, but we're like, no, no, this which is like, not. This is not it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's sort of like why I love like Jane the Virgin <laughs> so much. It's like really dramatized telenovela, but like at the end of the day, it's like a happy, feel good story, even though there's like all this terrible shit happening. And you're just like, oh, that was really yep. fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like somebody else just got murdered. Cool. <laughs> so it's like. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I try not to, like, give a lot of meaning. Like, I let my brain do its thing, and I'm like, ooh, this is, like, a fun road to go down, but it's, like, not actually – it doesn't feel real, if yeah, that makes totally. sense. When it feels real is when it actually becomes a real mm-hmm. bad problem. And so in this case, you just keep catching that, right? Like, you're just like, oh, okay, that's my line. Like, I can love support without needing it to, like, know yeah. that I can figure things out, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I can be really dramatic about it in the meantime. Be like, I'm gonna die, and it's gonna be terrible. But like, I know that like I'm gonna be fine, and I'm gonna keep booking the calls, and it yep, will be okay. 100%. And honestly, maybe that will be like an amazing gift and experience of seeing that, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, and I've like done that before. Like, I went how long? Four, four-ish months with like intermittent support, but yep. like no, like one person that I was working with during that time. Um, and I still I still booked like a couple clients during that time and I didn't have like a process like yep, what I yep. have now. Mm-hmm. So like a lot has changed since then too. Um, 
just in terms of a lot of things. So yeah, so even that as evidence of like, here's your new worst, worst case scenario. And even that still has people coming yep, in. For sure. So even that, I'm still booking calls. I'm still able to sign clients. I can still move forward with everything. Like nothing changes drastically mm-hmm. except that like, yeah, I might miss that and yeah. I might find like a, you know, a, a fill-in replacement for that or whatever. But same, same yeah. in many ways, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Oh, my brain is so good at coming up with cute stories. <laughs> yeah. So on that note, <laughs> <coughs> do you – I know we've talked a lot about like keeping the mindset work simple, but like just tell me what that's looking like right now. Like are you still doing the certainty thing? Does it feel like maybe there's something else to add in here kind of processing those stories more? Like what feels true there? Mm-hmm. Um, I actually feel like – I'm trying to think. So – I do look at the, like, certainty mm-hmm. document. I'd say I probably look at it, like, once mm-hmm. a week. Okay. I think generally, like, my mindset is, like, in a pretty good place. Like, I think I don't find myself spiraling. I don't find myself sitting and, like, worrying, like, is the client going to come tomorrow? Like, um, I think I've just also been, like, really distracted with, like, the life things that have been happening in the last couple of weeks. Um, But I don't feel like I'm, like, going to try to blow my business up tomorrow or that like I don't know what's happening like I know exactly what I need to do and how to show up in that and then when when we have conversations about it my brain likes to do things but like I said a lot of times I'm like that's cute mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was like a fun that was like a fun thing but like I don't feel like I need to go down every rabbit hole that my brain mm-hmm. opens up if that makes sense unless it's like Unless I'm, like, feeling it in my body, like, something feels, like, wrong or off there or I'm, like, no, this is, like, doomsday, which, like, the last time I felt that was probably, like, with my, like, infertility journey or with mm-hmm. my pregnancy, to be honest. Um, And then occasionally, like, it'll come up, I think, in, like, when Ori and I get in a conversation about kind of, like, when's your business going to bring in money mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, And I'll feel the pressure there. But otherwise, like, day to day, like… I'm like, yeah, I'm doing what I need to do and, like, the momentum's there and we're moving forward. Do you feel like day-to-day, like, that belief feels present or do you feel like that's the edge to work? Like, I I guess what I'm trying to discern from what you're saying is, like, are you, like, I'm good, I'm at baseline, feel good all the time? Mm -hmm. Or are you, like, ooh, I feel like I'm actually at the, like, manifest and draw shit in kind of work too? Does Mm -hmm. that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that does make sense. Um, I feel like I could play in the belief edge yeah, more. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah. And and it's like I go through seasons where like I'm really into like daily journaling. I'm like I go through seasons where like a good like fake shower combo is mm-hmm. what I need. Um, like a shower pep talk with, you know, fake humans. Um I know I'm not the only one that does this. Someone, <laughs> someone giggled when they heard that and they were like, oh my God, that's me. Oh, I was like, oh, I think that's normal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so normal. But like, I don't feel like people talk about that a lot. You talk to yourself out loud in the shower? Yeah, I do. That's – anyways. What? That's where whatever I know works. Shit. Exactly. Um, whatever works. Um, so my shower type is sacred. Every time Ori's like, do you want to take Neil into the shower with you? I'm like, sure no. don't. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Um, but, um, yeah, I, like, I feel like that belief edge is one that I could, like, 
plain and lean into even more so that I'm like so certain like this thing's gonna happen in my client yeah I feel like that's like, like tomorrow a, a fun thing to play with is like because I feel like if we look at all of these roads it's almost like you have the long-term belief of like sometime this will mm-hmm. happen you yes. have the short term of like I'm doing the things I'm showing up I'm like whatever but this gap in between of like and I see that I could have clients next week or whatever. That's where it's wonky right yeah. now. Yes. Yeah. I would definitely say that's the yeah. whole. Yeah. So it's like just like putting that into your mindset work is like how does that start to feel in terms of not being like, oh, 100K, eight clients, this. It's more like two clients in the next month or whatever. I'm just making mm-hmm. that up. Like, But something that feels like tangible and present and like <clears> – <throat> soonish that you can like play with and focus on. Not that we have mm-hmm. to get timeline bound, but just to bring it closer and to feel like it's more possible now instead of that, you know, wide gap between like I'm doing what I need to do, but I can't really see how it would work out until a very long time down the road. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think this I'm having one of those moments where I'm like, I hear you. <laughs> this all makes sense. And my brain's like, how do we how do you do like that? it's huh? it's just like the how. It's not like I don't like it. It's just like how does that work? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we wanna we wanna get on board with mm-hmm. that. But like, how do we get on board with that? I think that it's I mean in some ways it's so simple that it's annoying, but I think it's just like, is there like <laughs> words, thoughts, and beliefs moving toward that every day? So like it kind of depends on what feels good for you, but like, you know, maybe you're journaling like future gratitude or maybe you're like journaling what it looks like when this happens soon or maybe you're journaling like mm-hmm. affirmations that really support that. I don't think it really matters specifics, but I think yeah. it's just like, again, yeah. by putting like words, beliefs, and actions toward this specific thing every week or every day or whatever. Yeah. What does What do you think that looks like for you? Um, I'm sure it's like a combo of things. Um, I th- I actually think the like the <laughs> my brain is like, what is this? What is this? <laughs> what is this thing that we see the zero, we see the sixty, but what is what happens? What in is there? the in yeah, between? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, which is like the cute the cute thing of like we're just gonna cut out the right. middle part. So that the 60 exists as a pipe dream and the zero exists now, but there's nothing actually tying the two together. Right, which makes it seem far away is kind of the point, right? Mm. Right. Right. So I think that that's like – I mean, my initial thought, and you just can try it and see how it feels, but would almost to be like, well, that's your work then is to journal on what does that mm-hmm. inner rim look like? Like what does it look like to get a couple clients by the end of January? Or what does it look like to have two yeah. conversion moments that feel really amazing or like almost like writing mm. out how you would feel and what that experience would look like and how amazing that would be and like really just getting into the energy of like seeing that as possible because I think it's hard for us to bring into existence something we literally do not see as like – like right now, you're like, I see blanks. I see nothing. Like almost, right? <laughs> right. I'm like, I see possibility down here. I see what's happening right in front of my face. But I'm like, dark. Right. <laughs> yeah. So that's like, cute. So it's like hard to bring to life what we can't see or what we don't see, right? Yeah. 
yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, good. I'm going to write this homework. What you want to see. And then – My brain is, like, so mind-blown by this. <laughs> it's like, wait, there's something in the middle. Yeah. Well, and that's <laughs> – you know, again, that's almost like where the mindset work is both like really hard and really simple. It's like probably going to be difficult yeah. in some sense to sit down and be like, okay, so I see nothing. What if I did see something? What might that look like? Or what might I want it to look like? Or like you're almost going to have to push your eyes right. there. But it's simple in the sense that like, okay, so obviously the problem to solve is just get getting more and more clear on that so you can call it in. But it's just yeah. playing with that edge of like, yeah, but it's probably not going to like immediately come to you. It's like you're going to have to like keep leaning into it. All right, guys, I think this is such an important way to end this session, which is remembering that it's really hard to bring what we want into existence when we can't see it at all. Right. And of course, that's why this is Michelle's work right now. Instead of trying to go zero to 60, I see this with so many entrepreneurs as a place that we get ourselves stuck, which is like, I, they can tell you <clears throat> like in absolute detail what a seven figure version of their business looks like and what it entails and what the team members look like. And there's so much clarity there, but they cannot tell you with any clarity what it looks like between now and then, <laughs> right? Um, and I'm not saying we have to figure out every step of the way, but I am saying that it's very hard to call the thing into existence that we want when we cannot picture, see that, have clarity on that whatsoever. And listen, what we typically are going to have to do to grow a business is go through many phases. Most people don't go zero to seven figures in like a week. You know what I'm saying? There are steps in between that. And so really bringing those visions to life is so important. And that doesn't take away at all from the big vision of what you want. That's not like a settling thing. That's like a, how do I take the next step and the next step and call the next thing closer, right? That is huge. So it's almost like, again, I love to use examples outside of business, but it's almost like, well, I can visualize the marriage I want all the time, but if I can't even see myself dating, it's gonna be really hard to get that. But if I can start visualizing how good it might feel to date, I'm actually so much closer to the ultimate vision that I really want, you know? And the same is true in business. And so really good to just see like, do I have the big vision, but am I also really, really clear on what that next thing looks like that I want to draw in? Because clarity is your best friend and bringing to life what you want. And when you just absolutely cannot see it, it will be so much harder to access it. So this is such an important mindset hack and will help so much in not only getting the next win, but actually the big win that you want overall. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, and I think there's like a part of me too that's like, well, if I assign timelines to things, which like this feels like the version of a one-on-one -on -one launch kind of yeah, thing, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Of like, if I assign timelines to it and then we don't hit the timelines, like what does that mean? But it doesn't have to mean anything. It's just about the energy of the whole thing. I think the timeline isn't like a goal is how we would say it. The timeline is yeah. more just to help you start feeling it more presently. Like if I finished January and I just had like four clients instead of like one client, like how would that exactly. feel? It's not, not like about it's not about the number of yeah, clients. Like now the goal is to get four in January, no matter what. Like that that intensity. Yeah. It's more just like, but yeah. what would that look like? What would that feel like? 
Yeah. Like, would I feel excited? Would I be like, oh, actually, right. <laughs> this feels terrible. Right. Like, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. This is we're, – we're working on feeling yes. here. It's not about no, the goals. No, totally. It's, it's literally just that because it's also a safety thing because like mm-hmm. what you just said – if I can't see it, I can't feel safe around it. So I have no idea. It might be like totally like, Whoa, or it might be great. Or so it's like we almost need to see some version of it to feel safe around it. And maybe it does or doesn't look like that version. Maybe it looks like one in January and four in February. Like it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, because yeah, yeah. I can see it, I can create safety around it. When I can see it and feel safe around it, I'm like way more likely to believe in it and call that it. Right. Yeah, for sure. Well, and I think this will be good too because. Like, you know, I could wake up tomorrow and have seven people who are like, I want to mm-hmm. work with you, done, right? And be at eight clients. But more likely than not, it'll be incremental right. in some capacity over like a week, two weeks, a month, two months, yep. whatever. Um, and so this is like a good way because I feel like every time I try to visualize, it's always been like zero to yeah. eight. And that has felt like jarring in my body totally. of like, I'm going to have eight people in a week. And the reality is I only meet weekly with my clients in month one. And then we go bi-weekly. So I like, I have the capacity to space them and I don't have to start them all at yep. once. Um, and so even just being like, cool, how could I squeeze two more people into my schedule and find safety around that? How could I squeeze two more? Bingo. And like playing in that too. Right. Because the zero to 60 thing is almost like what not only makes it feel impossible, but makes you want to hit the brakes too. Right. And then I can keep it at arm's length because I'm like, it's so far yeah. away. Like, yeah, someday. Like, So good. But my brain's like, we're not going to do any of the work to get there. Yeah. We're just going to like hold on to the someday <laughs> Yeah, it's almost bypassy in a sense, right? Like not that you're doing it on purpose, yeah. but kind of. It, like it's yeah, like your yeah, brain's yeah. way I, of doing that's, that. Mm. Yes, that's my brain's favorite. That's what we did with our infertility journey yeah. too. We were like, we're fine. Everything is great. Like we're going to get a baby someday. And then we were like, okay, nope. Nope, this is not working yep. this way. So, so good. Okay, so let's just focus on that. You're already doing the other things. You have the calls okay. coming up. You're working on all the objection stuff. It's not like there's not plenty more to to work through there. But like this is this yep. is it. Like we, it doesn't need to be like throw a hundred things at it. It's just like cool. We have like yep. two pretty clear pieces that are identified. Working the objections, bringing the mindset in a little bit closer, and that's it. Does that feel good? Mm-hmm. I like that. Just get clear on the feelings yeah. and play in that space and then let you know all the stuff. <laughs> of <I bring> totally. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. All right. Well, you keep me posted on that. I will put this in and let me know how you feel. Okay. Will do. All right. Awesome. Thanks so much, Lacey. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Literally. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast, so please leave us a review. Each month, I'll be picking reviewers to give a free session of their own to as a thank you. And remember, sharing is caring. If you know someone who'd benefit from this podcast on their own entrepreneurial journey, please share it with them. What I know we need more of in this world is women living let up lives and running businesses they love and are beautifully compensated for. If you want to hear more stories of women who have gotten killer results in their business, plus the mindset strategy and execution that got them there, download my free case study series, The Client Files. You'll read about several women's unique journeys to success and exactly how they did it. Plus, you'll be inspired to find the path that fits you. Just go to alituplife.com forward slash clients to sign up.